Texas Spirits started with Tito's Handmade Vodka. We were the first legal distillery in Texas. Still Texas-made and owned. Still making the smoothest juice around. Remember, just because it looks like vodka doesn't mean it tastes like Tito's. 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Well, let me tell you about a man that I have met. Hey. They call him Captain or Wizard. Don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name, and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. I have seen so many shows this year that when I first saw these bands, they were on indie labels. It was young, it was hip, it was cool. And sadly, after this weekend, it's just another one of those, man, time flies and I'm getting old. I mean, I've seen the yeah, yeah, yeahs. Broken social scene, going to see the National, and while uh, taking Emily's seats at the Postal Service Death Cab for Cutie show, I looked up there. I was like, man, band, some of the band members, they look old. This looks yeah. like I'm, am I, am I at a Yes concert? Is oh, this Steely ben. Dan? Am I watching these old drummers and guitarists up yeah. there? Ben looks like he's... On a uh, Zippic. Well, I was going to say, he, he looks like a gilf now. A grandpa. Sure. Yeah. And that's when I realized, oh, it's because you're old. That's all your bands go old, grow old as you grow old. As you grow old. That's, that's and the And have 20th reality. anniversaries of albums. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I was five years old when that album came out. How old were you? Gross, man. Mm-hmm. That, ugh, Emily. Oh, you didn't answer the question. I was that's in college. Okay. Yeah. Don't. That, that's five. It makes me uncomfortable. I, was, I, I just stopped pooping my pants. Well, does anyone ever <laughs> really? Lie. I mean, you are one cough away from an accident at any point. But I do like Emily that you are uh, you've adopted and continued, and maybe even on your own, just done a tradition I've had for a long time, mm-hmm. which is where I wear the shirt of the band I just saw the next day. To of course. Work. So you are wearing a Postal Service Death Cab for Cutie shirt. I am, and I have a Death Cab shirt. It's so. very adorable because I went. Uh, you took my tickets for the Austin show because I was in Dallas for my boyfriend's birthday party and he bought us pit tickets. Oh yeah. Wow. No offense, Austin, but man, the Dallas venue that we went to was so good. Pretty rad. It was inside. I mean, if you're in the pit, that seems like it's going to be fun because you're super up close. It was incredible. At my age, I was very happy to have some seats. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Because I could tell that I was in an older crowd. So I grew up with Death Cab for Cutie because my mom had a really cool best friend that literally pointed at me one day and went, I'm going to make sure that you're you're sad, And I'm going to make sure that you don't listen to that Justin Bieber crap. So that's why I'm a Death Cab for Cutie fan and Postal Service fan. But everybody around me, they were all, you know, later millennials. And I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. This isn't even a joke for a radio. Uh, people around me were like, man, I just, I haven't been in a pit in years. And then there was other people that were like, yeah, the kids are at the babysitters today. Uh, so, you know, mom and dad are going to yep. go a little crazy tonight. I, I saw lots of kids at the show, too. Oh, really? I didn't see, like, any. It was mainly just <laughs> older millennials. And they were there was oh. somebody that was like, yeah, you I went. took an edible today, and I haven't done that in 15 years. Whoa! <laughs> I took too many on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. But uh, fun story about this 
shirts also, are just I'm thinking wearing. about a pit being rough or tough when it's at a Death Cab concert. It, like, it, not yeah, at all, but still. You're barely standing moving. Standing for that long is hard. Yeah. Uh, funny story about this shirt, though. So my, my boyfriend was like, let me buy you something. And the one thing that I wanted was sold out whenever we got up to the merch booth. So instead, he bought this extra large T-shirt for himself. Uh, little did he know that as soon as he paid for it, I turned and looked at him and said, that's going to be our communal shirt. And he was like, what? And I was like, that yes. That makes sense. It does look like you're wearing a pajama shirt. Yes. I told him, I was like, yeah, you. we can share this shirt together. So anytime that I come to visit, when I ask, hey, can I borrow a shirt? And I steal a shirt from my boyfriend. It's, it's, a, it's the communal shirt. So... That's, that's what a, this is going to be. That's a good strategy. I do the same thing with my fiance, and that's why occasionally you'll see me in a medium concert shirt, <laughs> and I'm just spilling out of it. But opposite effect. It doesn't look cute on me. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Me. Well, the haters and statistics said it couldn't be done, but guess what, guys? Today is my one-year anniversary of being sober. No alcohol in my tummy for one entire year. No booze, no drinking. Boobs? Uh, Man, I could use some more boobs, I'm going to be honest. You're not sober from that one. No alcohol. I think I've spent more of my life drinking than I have non-drinking, starting probably at the age of 11 or 12. Good age to start, if you ask me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so now I can get it all done by my 40s. Yeah, oh, good yeah. age to stop, too. CJ, has anything gotten more exciting or better? Is life more fun without alcohol? Uh, my face looks better and I look less old. Mm-hmm. I don't have bad heartburn. It's I don't good. throw up all the time. Uh, I can remember things. But there's still, you know, it's an everyday thing. Going to house party sucks uh, because then I have to, like, have conversations with people I do not care to talk to. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a lot more alone and quiet. And I stay home a lot more at those kind of things. See, but I think because of that, you've found fun in your own hobbies again. Yeah, because a lot of the times if I was doing a hobby, I would drink too much. And I would like there's that fine balance of being like, man, I have a great buzz to like Mm -hmm. I'm drunk. And when you do it every single night, then it sucks. And I should say I'm uh, happy where I'm at. I did it uh, without a court order. So Good. that's that's nice. Yeah, um, of your own free volition, you chose to uh, do this. AA was not for me. I did not like Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I know it really helps a lot of people. So it's not for you everyone. Know, if it does for you, it's not for everyone. Uh, and and part of it, I, I wanted to just do out of spite, out of vengeance, because there were people, maybe even my fiance included, that didn't think I could just do it in the way I did. Yeah. Like I looked at doing the uh, uh, intense outpatient therapy, which a lot of people recommended. And they were like, yeah, we meet five days a week for three hours, and then you have to go to two meetings on your own, and then you have to do community service, and you're going to pay for it. Ugh. And I told the lady, I was like, I just I can't do that. And, and she got kind of crappy with me, and it made me feel like I was a lost cause and failure, which realistically, people that go through sobriety... The more often than not, they relapse and they continue. Like that's just it's difficult. The fact that's, of it. That's why they call it a cycle, a vicious cycle. When you're addicted yeah. to anything, of course, alcohol being the most readily available in our society, legal and easy. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's that one's the hardest one to kick. I'm sure like ha- heroin and all the really crazy, super. But with alcohol, stuff, but... it's okay because people are a little more societally okay with it. It's a little more it's cheeky. Legal. It's legal. It's something you can get at a restaurant, too, and not just like at a bar, places where it's dedicated. So 
It's, this is something that's no small feat, I think, CJ. No, you should it be isn't. very proud. Hey, you should be very proud. And actually, in fact, CJ, um, me and Spencer decided to put our own good money together to get you something to celebrate. Oh, what did y'all get me? A bottle of booze? Yeah, um, we uh, Here, you can close your eyes for a second. Okay, eyes, let me We've hit the drum roll it. and close my eyes. Oh, Ignore all, all the sounds. Hold on. What man, it, it would be pretty rad if, if y'all got me. It would be funny if y'all got yeah. me a bottle of liquor. No. I considered it. would be hilarious. I considered I it. That. Okay, okay, we're almost there. We're okay. almost there. All right, well, let me hit the I drum roll again. More. This takes uh, a little sorry, preparation. Sorry, honk. All right. It's okay. okay. We got the finest things that we could find in oh, the vending look machine. At this. I got some nutter butters and a uh, is this a, a, a honey bun? A honey bun. We wanted to stick a candle in it, but we didn't have one, so we stole mm-hmm. your candle. And okay. I think that oh, we should sing that. you happy birthday version of Happy One Year Sober. Happy Booze Day, day to you. you. Happy Booze Day to you. Happy Booze Day to CJ. Happy Booze Day to you. I hope your wish that you just made by blowing out that had nothing to do with alcohol. It did. When I get that old age, I'm going to have some nice whiskey. But, uh, yeah. you know. Quick fun fact out there if you're suffering in the same uh, sort of boat and you're trying to quit something, uh, you can do it cold turkey. Just know that it might take up to six times trying cold turkey. So a lot of people do use communal things like hay or some sort of structured thing. Let me add that sometimes doing a cold turkey can be dangerous. Yes. You sometimes do need medically assisted supervision. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, if you're you're struggling or having it, hey man, I did it. You can do it too. We're proud of you, Uh, CJ. So, you know, it's a tough thing. I never thought I would be here. Never thought I could go a year, but it's it became easier than you think, and I saw it destroy a lot of my coworkers and people's relationships, and I was I was probably getting to that path, so I made it. If you're having trouble, it's a lot easier, and there are a lot more people out there not drinking uh, than, than you thought. Now, when it comes to mushrooms and weed, I mean, that, you know, yeah. for some people, sober sober, but yeah. you know, I'm happy one year without alcohol. Let's go get a drink. When is too much Taylor Swift, too damn much Taylor Swift? Maybe right now? And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. We just had the best, biggest mega tour of the world ever with Taylor Swift. And now that it's over, football season's here. A nice distraction from all things pop culture. Until Tay-Tay started dating one of the best and most well-known players in the NFL, Travis Kelsey. Oh, okay. Uh, is it too much Taylor Swift? Is it too much sports? Emily, where are we on this <sighs> conundrum? See, for us Taylor fans, we're eating this up, of course. But I've seen so many posts, understandably, of football heads being like, wow, the NFL doesn't even feature football anymore. All they want to feature is Taylor Swift, which is true. I mean, if you go on all of their Instagram or their social media accounts, the NFL is completely milking this Taylor, Travis, Kelsey thing. It's called marketing. It is called marketing. It is working because they're getting the highest numbers of viewers than they have in quite some time, um, all because of her. But I'm just like... Mm, I'm going to debate... Mm-hmm. We'll look into numbers in a little bit, but you can't say okay, the, whole... the NFL is getting more numbers than they have in a long time because people are watching two Kansas City Chiefs games. 
I can believe it, though. Okay. Uh, At least a lot of newer viewers who would never, ever sure. care or and watch Or pay attention a little football. more. Yes. But now it's like we're getting into the weeds of things where she's bringing along famous friends. Uh, last game, Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, Sean Levy, Sabrina Carpenter, Blake Lively, and like a bunch of other big name friends of hers came to the game with her. And I'm... I don't know. I'm to the point where I'm like, even I as a Taylor Swift fan, I think after if she I think three games is enough. I want her to be at three games. And then after that, I'm going to be like, I don't care. You know, wait till the playoffs. It's a bit of oversaturation with Taylor Swift, which can't which can be not good. I mean, they say any publicity is good publicity. Sure. But when you're on that level, if it's way too much, it can get very frustrating, especially since she's in the process of re-releasing her own albums mm-hmm. where she wants people and needs people to, to buy them because she owns that music. I'm at the level of where I'm annoyed at the people that are annoyed with it. Oh, so that's how okay. much it's been going on because everyone's just, just bitching like, there's Dana Swift. So what? Like, how many games cares? of coverage care. until you start getting annoyed? I don't it, I don't care. It's not like that's it's not all Taylor Swift. It doesn't bother me. Really? It really doesn't. Like... It's they're still showing the game. There's, you know, what bothers me is how much more football has commercials than they ever have before. Yeah, and I get it. That's how advertisements make money. But every time American NFL fans crap on soccer, I'm like, shut up, dude. I get to watch 50 uninter- uninterrupted minutes of sports. Whereas football, all right, second down, it's a TV time. And like, it's insane how hard it is to watch an NFL game. It's kind of gross. Because uh-huh. I would say two-thirds of it, that's just a random firing out the guess. The majority of it seems to be commercials. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's too much. Like, it just stops the action. And that's what bothers me. Them showing celebrities in a suite and showing Taylor Swift, I don't care yeah, about that. Like it doesn't bother me. Like at least this is part of the game, kind of. They're, you know, yeah. they're, they're yeah, in they're between cheering plays. for a team. Yeah. Something is happening. Happening here. More importantly, when does she get bored with it? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm wondering too. Do you think that Taylor Swift actually likes football? Sure, I think she likes yeah. being there. It's a fun environment. Like I'm gonna going to say, and I don't even mean this in a sexist way. I think she likes the free drinks. Because yeah. I and, have seen and the her enjoy those a lot. Love to be uh, sitting up there in one of the booths, like, yeah. come on, man, I would, I would just be hanging out, drinking with my friends. But it's like, girl, like you have a, a world tour coming up soon. I know that she needs a break, so this is this is good for her. But how many games until she's like, okay, I'm kind of sick and tired of sitting up in this in this booth with all these other people. With things like she's gonna get tired and want to stay at home with her cats and watch it on TV. I'm assuming she has a smart publicist that at some point will be like, "Hey, chill back for a couple of games. It's it's too many." I I like what you said with three. Three. I think three. If we get more than three games, and then wait till the playoffs. Yes, that's when she comes back. Sure. When she maybe makes a guest appearance and then maybe he plays. Okay. That guy, whatever his name was. Oh sure. Oh. Zephyr Feds, not just for the 50s anymore. It's McMatt Bearden here on the Parent Pickup. Welcome back to the CJ Morgan Show. The kids are in the line. Well, you're in the line about to get the kids. Or if you don't have kids, you're a doggy parent like me. You can learn from this segment nonetheless. Uh, you know, I was perusing. You like that word? Perusing? I was yeah. perusing the newspaper porn. the other day. Uh, not a newspaper, a news site. Oh my gosh, newspaper. That really just slipped out of your mouth, Matt? It did, it did. <laughs> I'm just trying to age myself. And uh, there was an article in there, a woman was very upset because her boyfriend insists on having a separate bedroom 
and they sleep in separate beds, and she's like, I hate it. This is ridiculous. But I'm a parent, and my wife is a parent, and there was a part of me that was like, oh, my God, should we be doing this? And I'm wondering how you guys feel about the ideas of separate beds with your significant other. Yes. Um, I ad- not advocate, but whenever I have friends that are younger that are moving in with a, a partner for the first time, I always say, have a, have a second bedroom. Second bedroom, um, have your own spaces and that sort of thing. And it's good if one person has to get up early, go on a fly, or just yeah. want space. But the only thing I recommend is you do it sparingly because what I've noticed in the past relationship is if you start sleeping in separate bedrooms regularly, you kind of start to drift. Oh. So I don't I don't necessarily think really? it's... Uh, I mean, maybe the relationship was already drifting at that point. So a 2005 study from the National Sleep Foundation found that 25% of partnered adults sleep solo. It's a totally normal thing. (laughs) I got to say, I've been a single. I've been in a relationship with no kids, and now I'm in a relationship with kids. And I've never been more exhausted than relationship with kids. And I bet my wife would be way into the idea. Uh, the biggest thing for her, too, is any small noises can wake her up. Oh, a hiccup, yeah. moving, uh, my old joints snapping in half in the <laughs> middle of the night. Whatever it is, we'll get her attention, wake her up, and then she's done for. And uh, those days are long. You know, the one thing, and I'm thinking about it even this weekend, the one thing about when you have kids is that you don't... You don't get to be exhausted. Does that make sense? Right, there's right. No, there's no time. Your kids don't have an understanding for you being exhausted and mm-hmm. then going, I just have to go to bed at 8. It doesn't exist. My friend Dana just had a baby and posted this long thing to her friends who had kids before and was like, I'm so sorry. I never helped babysit more. Never right. did this or had y'all come over instead of us coming over. Yes. Most people don't get it until you have kids. I'm not saying that the whole world should be... Uh, I don't know, circling around those that do. But it is funny how many of our friends now who have kids call us and like, will you please just watch our kids so we can get out for a night? And it's like, we will because we have kids. We understand. But you remember all those times that <laughs> you we kind of asked you all and you all didn't have time or you were busy or just couldn't? <sighs> anyway, yeah. I kind of like the idea. I mean, I, I guess you're saying you feel like you would drift apart because it uh, tends to lack romance. No, maybe it's just if there are already pre-existing issues or it does kind of sometimes going to bed and waking up together is a pivotal moment to kind of talk about your day, to talk about what you're going to do, what you did do. I don't know. There's something sort of enjoyable about those moments before you go to bed when you wake up together that it's very coupley. Yeah, see, I'm also a cuddler. I like to have a person. See, it's interesting. I've had this conversation with my boyfriend because he's considering moving to Austin whenever uh, his lease is up. And Emily's lease is up soon, too. My lease is up soon. And we both kind of talked about it. And from the get go, we were like, we want separate rooms. We're not married. Really? Yeah. Like, by the time that we are going to move in together, we'll be together for like 
a year and almost a half. So it's like we're not married. We don't need to to do that yet. You like don't, I, I want to I want to learn and how to be a roommate you, with them first. You won't smother each other and yeah. you're in a yeah. long distance relationship. And so I think it's a good idea. We both have cats that hate other cats. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we can a, sleep yeah. in separate beds nice and our cats reason. won't fight and we can, you know, Plus, but it's cute, think, too, because, like, you can always just ask your partner, hey, do you want to have a sleepover? And you know how adorable that is? And then you can have little sleepovers man, together. I don't want to think of it that way, yeah. My fiance hates dogs in the room. She hates me in the room. And if she hears this, <laughs> she hears this segment, it's over. She's in the guest room for good. Uh, well, anyway, could be a nice thing to do. So consider. And uh, if you want to sleep in the other room and you're not in trouble... Remember, 25% of other people are doing it. Austin's number one video beer pong champion, the CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Talktober is here. Get ready to eat a taco every day, all month long. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. Talktober is here. Taco a day will keep your surgeon away because you'll be dead. Yes, Talktober is upon us. Uh, a couple years ago, I started doing this just for fun. And then right when I joined CJ, started broadcasting afternoon, I CJ said, hey, how come you don't put any this stuff online? Actually I said, do it, yeah. I said, well, because I'm, I'm lazy. And you said, yeah, I think people will like to follow along. I said, nobody wants to follow along. And it's a small group, but... Every year now, when Talktober comes around, people follow along. I'll let you know what it is. There are three ways to play. One is to have at least one taco with every single meal you eat during the month. That's of dumb. October. I think that's God. the worst idea, and I think that's how you burnt yourself out and had a stroke. It is after the first Talktober. Oh, well, I did two years of Talktober where I ate at least one taco. The problem is, I would eat like three tacos every meal. Ooh. Jeez, I, did a, I did a taco count last year of over 150, and what happened is, and I love tacos. Um, I by, really, I really hated tacos for like the entire month of yeah, November. Yeah, like by weekend two of ACL Fest because that was where you know we were taking yeah. pictures and med. He was like, I just, I can't anymore. It's I good. really hated it. So it's it's one a day, there, one a day. There are two other ways to play. There's at least one taco every single meal. Then there's at least one taco per day. Right, which means that you don't get to take any days off. You have to have at least one taco every single day. And then I used to say the third thing, which was a little easier, was at least 31 tacos during the month of October, right? Which I also like because then you could go to a taco joint and get a barbacoa, a pastor, a crispy, and you could knock out a good chunk right away. It kind of meant that like 10 times during the month you're going to eat three tacos, which is not insane, right? And it's a way to celebrate tacos. Now, I have decided to go with, I used to think, well, that's a real cheater's way out. I'm leaving, but I wanted everyone to be able to participate. Now, I'm not going to do 31 tacos because I hold myself to a higher standard. This year, I had to pick another number. I said, well, I want to do another number that's Harder to achieve than 31. 99 tacos. Well, <laughs> but 99 puts me close to that 150 from last year that really made me sick of tacos. And I thought, well, I could double 31, but that gives me 62, and that's a dumb number. But what else is in the 60? There you go. No. I will be eating 69 tacos and this month. 69 tacos going to be? Probably an El Pastor. Probably it's an El Pastor. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Maybe even a simple breakfast taco, true. really. Do you yeah, have yeah. A, like favorite tacos that you actually are excited to be eating again yeah, in the does. month of, of October? Yeah. Barbacoa. 
Just I all well, so I had a family crisis yesterday, and I completely missed uh, the day. But I cooked tacos for yesterday for the kickoff event. Okay, and they're sitting at home waiting. Ooh. I have a full day's mole sitting at home, and I'm going to have some chicken mole tacos uh, this evening. Um, I don't have favorite tacos. Uh, tacos are like children. You love them all. Yes. But not equally. Uh, okay. I'm I, I just excited to eat tacos. I, I grew up eating tacos. I grew up on the border. I, I They're my favorite food. I like doing it. And sometimes, I know there's a real rush these days. People get excited by these really fancy tacos. Lobster tacos or tacos that are being Ugh. heralded by um, by international, like James Beard Society, things like that. We have incredible taquerias, too. I don't know if you, go if you guys are familiar with Nixa Taqueria, which is on East 12th, yeah. but they've won a bunch of international we'll awards. They make incredible tacos, but what I would say is from the top to the bottom, I love tacos, and I don't think you should sleep on unheralded things like this. Like I, Just before I came here today for lunch, I made a really simple 30-second scrambled egg breakfast taco and they're lame it's not like it excited me but guess what still really good it's It's a a delicious great portable way to eat it and don't sleep on the taco trucks at gas stations there's one on cameron and 290 that's really good listen if you're if when they bag your your hot sauces literally if they're bagged if they're at the ripped off part of a supermarket bag and then twisted and tied Mm -hmm. like a little pouch you know you got a good taco, but the the fancy ones can be good, too. Enjoy them all. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite taco places gets crapped on a lot because it's just a very Austin fa- It's Tyson's Tacos. And do you know why? They have crispy shells. Yeah. And do you know what they will do? They will put anything I ask in a crispy shell. Yeah, here's what's silly, too, is that taco purists are a little bit like beer nerds or whatever, and they get They're kind of... They're all good. Uh, so even every year when I'm doing Tacktober, I'll eat tacos from Taco Bell, from uh, those those fried tacos from Jack in the Box. Oh, those uh, are last so year, good, the dollar tacos. Yeah, last year, uh, CJ brought me chicken tacos from, what's that place called? Uh, it used to be called Toupe, uh, Taco Cabana. Taco Cabana, right? yeah. yeah. A bunch of people who follow me go, these aren't real tacos. Like, it's a hard shell up. and it's stewed chicken meat, bro. It's Look, fine. All tacos are valid. Don't be a butthead about it. If you want to follow along on Instagram, Tacktober. T-A-C-tober. Talktober, you can follow along on Instagram. And suggestions, too. Uh, well, I want yeah, to see your suggestions. Those. And I post up in my stories every single day, people who are playing along. Just have to remember to tag Talktober. And uh, I will reshare your content. It's a small community of people who just love tacos. Let's talk Texas football starting off today's sports bet. Uh, undefeated Kansas coming into DKR the last time they were here. They beat Texas for the first time at home in God knows how long. How would things fare? Uh, pretty damn well for Texas, as a matter of fact. Um, damn well for Texas, really bad for some of our bets last week. Really bad for you and I, unfortunately. We thought it would uh, me is what you 16 and a half points. Yeah. Uh, was the line uh, Emily and Spinney of Faith chose Texas. We chose Kansas thinking it would be a little closer. Well, it probably would have been if their, uh, I don't know, Heisman hopeful quarterback had been ready to go. And, yeah. uh, la- literally at the last minute, he suddenly just didn't show up for the game. Yeah, And I, they put in a backup. I, 
I think it would have been closer, but after seeing Texas, I was like, okay, they they did pretty well. They lost uh, Jatavian Sanders, their their star tight end, for a lot of the game, and didn't seem to miss a beat. And with this Texas team, Matt, and and we'll get on to the rest of the sports bet and who lost this week, but every week I'm like, man, they don't have a run game. They don't have a run game. They don't have a run game. But there's constant. They've six- had a 100-yard rusher in every game. What do you mean they don't have a run game? I, I know. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Jonathan Brooks has had incredible runs, and maybe I need to shut up. But has anyone else noticed it's Texas either gets two- and three-yard runs or they get like a 60-yarder? There's no in-between. Yeah, that's, but that's called football. I, no, it's you would think a rusher is <laughs> averaging like five, six yards a carry. That's kind of what you want. An amazing back. Come on now, let's be fair. We, yeah, we had it. Who did we have last year? That's what your brain is. We broken had an amazing of that. back. Yeah, but, you had a, you had a, a kind of a, a once in a lifetime uh, back last year, and, and it's confusing you. It's it's actually been kind of solid. I don't want to get excited because I don't want to allow myself any excitement about the horns because it's been a long time. There's been a lot of disappointment, but there's also no standout golden star that we had on offense and defense back. There's a lot of there there's there's no Colt McCoy, Vince Young, but you still have a solid, good quarterback. Yeah. You have you're, you're, you keep. I don't think you understand. You keep complimenting the team. I know. I'm saying the team itself is good. Yes. Like, there's a good. Like it's just we a have good had team. some very good years where one star is led the, the re- whole show sure. and is the reason where one star overcame the poor, inefficient play calling of Greg Davis. There was uh, there's some real hopeful things and mainly what I what's making me excited about the team are the offensive line and the defensive line. Two things that UT, two places UT has not been shining in 30 years. Yeah, they've had nothing but skilled players and it was in the game against Alabama that I looked and I was like, those boys are big. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen guys on the Texas line that big in a while. Let's finish up our bets. <laughs> Emily and Spencer just glazing over. Oof. Uh, we all picked CJ to beat Nick in fantasy football, except for Emily, which I did. Uh, Travis Kelsey, we did an over, under, or equal. 17 was the line. Uh, the Taylor Swift effect was in full effect, and it wasn't good. It wasn't good. He only scored 12 fantasy football points in our league. Uh, Matt predictably uh, got that one correct. I guess I didn't understand what you meant by Taylor Swift effect. I got really excited. We should have yeah, done good, did. yeah, but it, it, it had a negative effect. Oh. Too many what was salons. the guy's no. name? Patrick Kelsey? Here is the ta- okay, this is okay. the Taylor Swift effect, is that if you say Taylor Swift, suddenly Woo! people who usually aren't interested in football go, huh? <laughs> and then you go, oh, okay. Yeah, that is no. the Taylor Swift effect. Uh, next up, our very own Austin FC taking on the worst team in the league, the Colorado Rapids. Only four wins on the season for the Rapids. Make it five because they beat Austin FC 1-0. Uh, we had both Emily and Matt picked the Rapids to win. But there can only been be one winner this week, and that is Matt Bearden. Thank you. And wow. Thank one. you all. Wow. Good job. I'm sorry, three and one record for Whoa. Matt. Three wow. and one. Matt now having a, a bit of a comeback after starting off the worst this season. Emily's two and two on the week. Spencer's two and two on the week. Uh-oh. Oh no, man! Uh-oh. What we gonna do? We shave off the hair you dyed blonde I, last week? That's on the punishment plinko. I'm one and three. We're gonna come back, and I'm gonna get punished once again to add to these golden frosted tips. What will it be? If you missed last week, you can check out the video that uh, Emily put together on our social media at CJ Morgan Show now on TikTok. 
I lost last week's sports bet, and I had to get my tips frosted. Mm-hmm. That was my punishment. I'm about to be punished again, dropping something on the uh, punishment Plinko board. Everyone in the office is like, why did you Why did you do this? And I was like, oh, because I lost the sports bet. And then we have punishment Plinko. And then we dropped two chips on the Plinko. And then listeners vote on which one you're going to get. And then Emily lost too. So it was just way too much explaining. It was a lot. Maybe not a good radio bit. But my hair actually looks good. This was supposed to be a punishment. But when my you hair like it? when my hair is combed and like it's a little got a little bit of gel in it, it kind of looks natural. <coughs> yeah. And this was supposed to be a bad look. Like it's it is when it's no, just it's like elevated so your hair a little blonde, bit. But yeah, I look I look hot. Just yeah. admit it, everyone. Uh, but this week there will be some punishments. Let's look at the board. We have gone fishing. Which is you have to attend an entire fish concert when they play Stubbs. Woo! <laughs> uh, there's crotcha hot dog, which is much like haka hot dog, but you tie a crotched dog to your like a little belt with a rope, right. and then you have to hump it into your mouth. Okay. I like that one. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I, I have a lot of practice in that one. 101 Exioki would be you, my coworkers choosing, choosing some karaoke songs that I have to sing. Buzzed boys, got to get your hair shaved. You Fire, want that one, huh? Firing squad goals, not before ACL Fest, Emily. I don't want a Z in my head. Uh, firing squad goals, you get shot by your uh, coworkers with the gel blaster. The Temi hum, you have to hum a tune into Spencer's tummy, and he has to guess it. Sorry, I have Spencer. to guess it. <laughs> it's not your punishment, but it is. Uh, this uh. one is new this week. It's called Have Your Cake and Eat It Raw. It's where you will eat the, eat a cake, but the ingredients before the cake is actually made. <gasps> Ew! Uh, and then uh, this one I would be fine with, the Peppa Peanut Butter Mouth. It's where my dog Ew. Pepperoni loves to lick peanut butter. You've already done that one. Out of your mouth. Ew. Not yet, but you know what? I'm okay with it. Jardia be damned. Punished. Here we go. I'm going to drop some chips. Uh, drop them. Two punishments, and you'll vote for them at CJ Morgan Show. Okay, well, here goes CJ. He's walking around what we call the board. You know, He's like, taking hap- a rip off of his vape first, yeah, too. Yeah, isn't he? That's, he's got to be super cool about this. We're all turning our backs now to how we usually broadcast. Here goes the uh, first trope. It's going all the way down there. I called it a trope. What I meant was to say was Tommy to... Hum. Tommy Hum. is where we landed. Token is the word I was looking for earlier, but my uh, brain didn't... Ah, oh, firing squad goals. Oh, man. Tommy Hum and firing squad goals. You all out there will get to vote, and I will say if you could find it in your hearts to vote for Tommy Hum, I cannot wait to watch him to play. To hum the song in Spencer's, Spencer's tummy. Why yeah. do I get punished when I didn't technically lose this It's going to tickle. You're going to like it, okay? I'm not going to. You're going to go, I'm going to love it. That's what I'm worried about. I'm going to love it And then we much. can't stop doing yeah. it. <laughs> and, if, and if CJ uses his tongue, it's the first time you'll get that thing clean in a long time. Hey. I do like Parmesan cheese. The scariest movie and most iconic Halloween film, Emily's going to find it because I'm too scared. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. For the second year in a row, we are tasking Emily with doing just that, watching a bunch of horror, Halloween, scary movies, and figuring out what's going to be the most iconic. Emily, it is time to get started. How has your progress been thus far? Uh, I mean, I I haven't started. It's October 2nd, CJ. You should be two movies in. No, 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 no. I'm not doing a movie a day. 
I used to do 25 days of Halloween movies, but then I um, <clears throat> got a life and realized that's really, really hard to do. So we're going to do two movies a week, and I'm going to watch one on Tuesday, one on Thursday, but every single Monday I'm going to come on here give and give us a review. Give you a review of my previous. Um, I guess, watch adventures and let you know if they're scary, spooky, iconic. But then also, hopefully every Monday, I'm going to get you guys to vote on what movie I should watch that week. Or and there's movies. a lot you haven't seen that you haven't seen Hellraiser kind of no. surprises me. Well, um, because I didn't grow up in a household that was liked, Yeah, that was Hellraisery, sure, that, that liked horror movies. But I personally love horror movies, and everybody's always like, this movie you have to watch in October, or this movie's the most iconic, scary movie, and I am trying to see what truly is the most iconic movie to watch during October. I've started my Halloween watch list thus far. I've seen Sleepy Hollow. That is it's my, October 2nd. That is my go-to. You've already seen Sleepy Hollow? Uh, yeah, yeah. Watch Sleepy Hollow. Uh, also watched... Um, from Hell, but that was just because I was in a Johnny Depp mood. That's not really a Halloween one. Okay. I uh, have not watched Donnie Darko yet. That's Man, also you're really in a Depp mood. Huh? A classic uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood Plum of the Depp. Seen then, that one. And then we watched um, the the Hocus Pocus. So oh, that's, that's Hocus where I'm at Pocus so far. Sweet. Johnny Depp, he was the, the zombie guy in that, right? I, I, he <laughs> he wasn't. Looked he like wasn't. Emily, no, he wasn't. Emily wasn't. where are we at right now? What movies are you going to put up for humans to vote on and decide which you need to watch? Because okay. I have some opinions about... Some of the suggestions we've oh, got man. so sure. far. Yeah, and these are all taken from suggestions that people have given me, um, that you guys have given me over the past when I've talked about it. So I'm not taking any more suggestions, but I want to take your votes. So we suggest you shut the F up. Whoa, we suggest whoa, 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 whoa. that we you politely give me suggestions next year. How about yeah. that? Okay, so this week, the options are Night of the Living Dead... These are all the original, by the way. I will watch the original of every single movie that is given That's, to See, me. that was my opinion. We were getting a lot of, you have to watch this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, 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 just start with the original. If you haven't yeah. seen, don't watch Hellraiser 2 if you haven't seen the first one. That's I agree. Dumb. Well, I was going to say, don't watch the Dawn of the Dead remake unless you see the OG. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, Night of the Living Dead, um, Lights Out, The Thing, and The Autopsy of Jane Doe. What I'm going to do is two of them are kind of newer, modern horror (laughs) movies, and then two of them are just just iconic thriller So the top movies. two votes at CJ Morgan Show or uh, text us 512-835-1015. You're going you're gonna to actually watch and then watch. report on it. I will now, watch. are you going to make a ranking of scary versus camp? Like, like are you going to have a little one through ten yes. like scorecards? Yeah, you so should we, do a little tier list or something. Yeah, What's so in the ooh, A category? We can kind of know. Yeah, I, I, def, I definitely want to go and make a blog at 101x.com when I start this. I had one uh, previously, so there is one up already that you can go check out from my previous years. But I think I want to I wanna add more of a funny rating system, like how hot is the main character? How Good many call. boobs do I oh, see? Oh, yeah, have your own like, Thank Emily you. Awards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you we we got to see some boobs. <laughs> On a rating, on a scale of one to five, how dramatically would I throw my popcorn if I saw this in the theater? Jump scares, yeah, like jump scares. So it's gonna it's gonna have some quirky, weird rating system for sure. And uh, I'm just I'm just really excited. I want to get my my pants scared off. Some of these I'm gonna watch alone. My boyfriend hates horror. I do too. Uh, None of my none of my Halloween movies that I watch are scary. In fact, I have a blog I'll post, which are the perfect Halloween movies for wussies. (laughs) uh, (laughs) One hundred and one x dot com. Oh man. I, I like uh, I like the earnest. village. 
I like fall haunty movies, like period pieces, but I just I just don't like scary ones because I have very vivid nightmares. And ones like I've mentioned this now the third time I've mentioned Hellraiser, crap like that gives me weird dreams. I yeah. also saw Candyman when I was way too oh, young Candy to Man. watch Candyman, and He's that ghost, freaked dude. me the hell out. See, I uh, no suffer. Why do you like bees so much? Or bees? Wait, not the bees. It's the C.J. Morgan Show with Emily, Matt Beard, and Spencer. Flowers are such a beautiful thing and a beautiful gift, but guess what? It's not always just as easy as getting some flowers as I learned when I got older, Emily. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I learned you weren't supposed to get red roses Why on not? first dates. Why not? Red means love. Oh. And roses on a first date, it's a little too serious and can even be taken as kind of creepy. Also means war, doesn't it? The, oh, the red, the red planet is war? Mars is the god of war. Well, uh, it does not mean that at all. I honestly <laughs> don't know anymore what the kids are doing, um, but I am inspired because my really good friend, she has a little brother who is a senior in high school, and he's kind of he's kind of a, you know, I mean, you can date whenever, but he's never really been interested in dating people until now. He met a new girl, and he has been taking her out on dates. Whoa! And my friend has been reporting back and telling us everything that uh, her little brother is doing, and she's kind of like coaching him through this so that he could successfully get his first girlfriend. And oh my gosh, it has been adorable to hear all of the stories. Uh, She sent me a video this morning of their ring doorbell camera thing. Oh, she's snooping on him? She's snooping on him. Trying to get that first kiss? Come on. She has been telling her little brother, hey, it's, you know, they're about to go on their fourth date. And she's like, hey, you should buy her flowers. And he was like, "Ah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, because he's he's a senior in high school. They don't understand yet. She's like, no, no, no. If you buy her flowers the next time you see her, I promise it's going to make her happy. She'll let you squeeze a boob. No, she will not let you Two boobs. No, How do you no, know that? You haven't talked no. to this woman. What if we don't, you know? But um, <laughs> I got a ring doorbell update of him leaving the house and going and giving her the flowers. And she was very excited and gave him a super long hug oh. um, in front of... <laughs> Whoa. I hit the sandstorm sound effect, but it's party time. Getting that, some some squeezing. No, no, her mom was dropping her off, so the mom was there and it's took called, a picture of them together with the flowers. Oh, okay. So it was cute and wholesome, and it just got me thinking about all of the times that, like, I guess the first few times that I received flowers from a boy. And how exciting that was. I had a mom that was very intuitive and good, so I was lucky enough to have a lot of help from my mom. Uh, But there's just a lot of dudes that don't do it right on dates. They don't. And And I don't think flowers on the... Like opening the door, offering to pay, uh, getting getting a flower or something like that. Maybe, you know, maybe first aid's nice for like a flower or a little gift, but a whole... Yeah. I'm telling you, a whole lot, you don't want to be too pushy and come off too interested. No, I think he he did it right. Flowers on the fourth date feels really nice and secure and like she was like happy about it and clearly she wanted it because they're on their fourth date. You know, it's it's more than just like, let me see if I like you now it's the oh i like you stage so if you get flowers that just kind of that reinforces it yeah and deflowering it. on the fifth day no just kidding no. i'm not joking uh, hey. no i thought you're gonna play the the sandstorm song again <laughs> yeah there we go it's fun. No, no, this, is, this is not my high school okay no. um but 
the first time that I remember receiving flowers and it actually stuck in my head like, oh, this was a thing. Very cute. And boys, you can steal this. It worked. Okay. If you're thinking about asking a little lady out, what uh, one of my exes did is he gave me flowers and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. That was so nice of you. And he was like, yeah, funny story. I went to the store and was trying to pick out some nice flowers for you. And the lady asked, oh, are you buying uh, flowers for your girlfriend? And I said, yeah, I think so. And that's what he turned to me and went, so was I buying flowers for my girlfriend? And I was like, oh, oh my yes, God. you were. Oh my gosh, I will be your girlfriend. Perfect. That was a perfect, perfect move. I have, I have another suggestion, a plant. Oh, then you have to take care of it. Yes, flowers are expected nicer. to die. Okay, fine. Flowers are expected to die. I am a plant girly. Much I like do love like it. at a young age. Yeah, but, but if, I promise you it's a good thing. If Trust the relationship me. goes sour and I still have to take care of the stupid cactus that you bought me, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to be you mad. You know, good point. A very heroic tale. Austin united together as one to rescue a little kitty. Uh, if you missed the news on social media this week, it is now actually being covered by the news news itself. Uh, Lyft says it will actually be covering all the vet bills after an Austin man has been reunited with his lost cat following the ride. It goes all the way back to Saturday night when a man named Polish Pandy's Lyft ride uh, turned into an absolute nightmare. He said his driver took off with his pet cat, Tux, as he was being dropped off at an animal hospital right up on 183. Uh, the man posted about it on Twitter. It started to go viral, and he just wanted Tux back. He was sharing pictures of, of the carrier and everything like that. The driver wasn't being so responsive and then was saying, well, I picked up another ride. I went here. I went there. And it really uh, took over a lot of people's weekend trying to find this cat. Yeah, Finally, Lyft got involved, and they started sending out notifications yeah, to look for Tux. Posted on the uh, Austin subreddit, and that's where I first came across it this past Saturday or Sunday, maybe. I can't recall with the exact day, but I was like, eh. It was just it ignored was, it. Was it was like, blown up. He'll be fine. I didn't. I went and looked for the cat. You did? I, I actually did. You uh, really? Yeah. I, oh, that's uh, so nice of I, you. I had to run to the store and I was like, "Oh, that's really close to kind of my area." So I drove up and down 183, keeping your peepers peeled on the access road. And the the Lyft driver said he picked his next ride. So North 183 was where the cat was accidentally stolen. Uh, the Kid kidnapped, catnapped, catnapped. Uh, so I drove up and down 183 to like Lamar and just looked. And then I was looking at the Twitter and I noticed that the tweets about the missing cat tucks were from 19 hours ago. And I was like, oh, it's been found. It's or no, it hadn't been found yet. But I was like, oh, oh. I'm not going to find it sitting out. Well, lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, uh, after the cat being missed, uh, sorry, it was missing from Saturday. Uh, turns out the cat was rescued. He got out of the car. Yeah. The Lyft driver Drove off and said, "I would have, I wouldn't have even taken the ride because I'm allergic to cats. I, I don't know where the cat's at. Maybe someone else took it. Uh, it turns out the uh, the cat was found somewhere along 183. Um, it had a, I guess, either been chipped, dropped off, or oh. put somewhere. But yeah, the cat. I'm trying to find on this goddamn news story, but they didn't it's put it bit. right up at at top. That should have been the first thing. Still a mystery." Uh, but the cat, he has been reunited with the cat. It has been found. And uh, now it's interesting because the guy didn't want the Lyft driver or anything to get in trouble. But according to him, 
the Lyft driver sped off. Like, as soon as he got out of the car and went around the other side to get the cat carrier out, Lyft driver just sped off. He chased him. He was pounding on the car and trying to get a hold of him. Uh, And then the cat, I guess, was just randomly dropped off somewhere on 183. Pretty pretty That's crappy. So I I don't I'm getting teary. I think of my own little kitty. Mm. I would I would hope that would never happen to her and that's why she remains an indoor cat even if I have to take her to the vet. It's uh it's a whole process and I I I just cry taking her to the vet. Just letting her yeah, leave the house yeah. at all. Uh, oh. If that happened to me and my dogs, that Lyft driver's getting a brick through the back of the window yeah. as they're pulling seems away. Seems a little That's, fishy. How do you not notice there's an animal in your car? It seems very fishy. And, and I, I feel like it's easy to contact the customer and, you know. Plus, did you not pay any sort of visual like attention to the guy getting in your car? He had yeah. a cat in his possession, apparently, when he got into your well, vehicle. And then that's what the Lyft driver was saying. Is like, had I known there would be a cat, I would have rejected the ride because I'm allergic. And then he said he sped off because he got scared. But, like, then what did you do with the cat? What were you scared what? of? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to find on the story is, like... Actually, where they found the uh, the cat and who there's found a, it? Because there's a mystery afoot. Because honestly, I, I wanted to be that hero. You wanted to be the hero, and, yeah. and then you I didn't. Did. Well, Local radio DJ saves. Well, cat. I wasn't looking underneath 183, which is apparently where it was found. Um, I was looking at like gas stations and little areas where someone would stop and take it out really quick. Not yeah. in the, not in that center of that giant 183 area. But but Tux has been found, and I think that's the most important thing. Because that is. Listen, even though it's a cat. It's an adorable sweet, cat. It's someone's cat. It's yeah. their pet. And it's they were taking mm-hmm. it to the hospital to right. get medicine. That's and even more fixed. concerning. You're like, oh, my cat's out there. He was supposed to get a checkup or whatever he needed. He could be sick out there all alone. That's Look, here's, so here's the picture sad. of the guy holding his little cat, Tux. So Tux Aww. is back, and Tux is safe. Uh, let's uh, let's hear let's hear a little clip from uh, the man and getting his cat with a new clean bill of health covered by Lyft. And bro, this guy should be getting free lifts everywhere. What did the vet say? Uh, she's doing really well. Uh, no issues at all. She just had some fleas because she was outside, so they have uh, they gave like an ointment for that. But other than that, just perfectly healthy. She's fine. Oh, Good job, uh, yeah, so and, and you know, glad to see the uh, news station can't get a microphone, but that's okay. <laughs> Still can't find where they found the goddamn cat. Where where did they like? Can someone just tell us where was the cat found? That's all I want to know. Text us if you know five one two eight three five one zero one five. Tux is back, and we're all happier for it. Let me recap the story and not sound like a bumbling dumbass this time. Here's what happened. Saturday, a guy took his cat to the vet to get looked at. He was he was in a lift. Hey, I'll do the sound effects, okay? We're helping you. Uh, took his cat. The lift driver sped off all of a sudden, and he's like, hey, my cat, my cat. Good sound effects. Thank uh, you. Uh, the guy was yelling at hey, the driver. Hey, that's my cat. The driver speedily turned out of the parking lot. Skr, skr. He's I, doing or, good producer was work. gravel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, cat, uh, the cat disappeared for an entire day or more. It was just gone. No one knew where it was at. Uh, oh, turns yeah. out Aww. the cat named Tux was rescued. Uh, yeah. An investigator said they found her. The cat ran up a set of stairs at a real estate building. Oh. The cat's running upstairs, Spencer. Oh. <laughs> uh, a member of the team took off their shirt. Oh. 
When the cat was at the top of the stairs, they were able to cradle the cat in the shirt, get the cat safely, and then return it to uh, Palesh Pandy, who had lost his cat. Now, Lyft is uh, offering to pay for the cat's medical bills and probably should pay for more. The big mystery is, did the Lyft driver drive away with the cat and just throw it out at some point? Because they couldn't find the carrier. Uh, And this dude was Hmm. up north, and the Lyft driver's next look was at Lamar, because I went driving around looking for this cat, but I guess the cat was found off uh, Jollyville Road. Uh, The owner, Palash, says his cat was covered in fleas and dehydrated. She started eating wet food again, which is good, but the vets looked at her. She's calmed down, and she's doing better. But did the dude just... Open the cat's crate and throw her out? Like, what the hell? I know. That's crap. But the good news is the Austin was united together to find this cat. And we did it. And we did it. Yay! Spencer, give us a good sound effect. Yay! Yay! Did you know? There's a strange law in the United States that says if you import toys resembling humans... They actually get taxed higher than the regular old toys. I don't know if that's because of G.I. Joe's, American Made, or something. Uh, but Marvel was able to successfully argue in court that their X-Men action figures are mutants. Not, <laughs> not, <laughs> not humans. humans. So uh, they're exempt from the tax. Welcome to Did You Know, where you learn facts like that. And you know they're true because we start it with... Did you know? Did you know that the longest surgery to date was a 96-hour marathon to remove a 300-pound ovarian cyst from a 600-pound woman? They basically couldn't just take it out of her because that would have instantly killed her. So was she then just 300 pounds? Uh, So she lost half her weight? Or was she 900 pounds? No, she was a 600-pound woman. They removed 300 pounds from her. Okay, good. Good Uh, for her. The surgeon basically gradually drained the fluid over the course of four days, shrinking it to 100 pounds, and then they were able to I just imagine it. that smell. Ew! You I didn't, didn't even think about you that. You didn't have to, to do that. Just you like a, but just imagine <sighs> if That's you've bleh. ever wanted to experience a coma in a sort of kind of safe way. I guess being in surgery for four days would do that. But this also was 1951, so surgery in 1951. Bite down on this. Yeah, here's it, a shot of whiskey and a stick. <laughs> Might have been a little bit scarier. Uh, plus, it was in Chicago, so there are a lot of things here that could. Could, could have definitely been a terrifying surgery. What, mobsters got her while she was in there? Why, what is Chicago? Why are you reading Chicago's uh, yeah, rights? Yeah, I know. It's, oh, no. It's a, the Great Lakes snow effect. It's yeah, cooler. She is. We caught her. She's been sleeping for four days, boys. Uh, <laughs> did you know? And while filming a scene about puffin hunting, which I didn't even know people hunted the puffin anymore. Cute. The puffins. Yeah, while filming a scene about puffin hunting... Gordon Ramsay fell off an 85-foot cliff. Should be dead, except there was water below. He fell into the water, sustained only minor injuries. Dreadful. Wow. (laughs) Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, he got up and then he screamed angrily at the puffin. What is this What are you Close it down! You're not puffins, you're donkeys! Did you know pickles work as a palate cleanser by sweeping fat away from your taste buds? That means every time you eat a pickle... The next bite, it's like you're taking your first bite of whatever you're eating. 
And that's why oh, pickles are so good. Oh, did you know? Again. Maybe that's why people don't like pickles is because they don't experience new things all the time. So every time that a person that doesn't like a pickle takes a bite, they're like, maybe this will taste better the second bite. Oh, it doesn't. That's cute, and I do like it. But that's there's cute. actual there's actual science as to why people don't like pickles. If you are a lizard person and non-human, mm. you don't like pickles. That's how you I can agree. tell. Yeah, that's, I agree. Um, that's how you can tell. Or the cats. People are. Yeah. My fiance doesn't like pickles because every time she goes to get one, all the juice has been mysteriously drank by the pickle hands. Oh, oh. the pickles fault. <laughs> I think what you're saying is your fiance is sick and tired of your bad habits. Matt, you didn't present that right. Oh, I meant to say. Did you know? The first ever Nobel Prize that will. Break the internet. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. He's not a professor. He's a profender. It's Matt Bearden, Weird or Wired. Which is it? Uh, I'll tell you that it, I think it really depends on what side of the aisle you're on as to whether this one is weird or wired. Uh, the Nobel Prizes are rolling out. It's that time of year. The Nobel Prize for Medicine was uh, awarded earlier this morning. Cool. And I have a feeling it's going to cause quite a hiccup in the world of Twitter, Rumble, and the rest. Oh, um, man. I can okay. only guess. Are you ready? Yep. Catalan Carioco and uh, Drew Weissman won a Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine for their work on, drumroll please, mRNA vaccine huh. technology, uh, which was crucial yeah. in us helping to curtail the spread of Jab COVID-19. Tech. Yeah. Uh, I first found out about mRNA from a woman who's a good friend of my family. We spend a lot of time together. Our, our kids uh, play together. Yeah, DNA. And she is actually in forensics medicine. Uh, she began her career by, you know, going to, like, horrible sites of murders and stuff like that, being able to determine. But she works for a company now that does all kinds of Facesofdeath.com. No. Uh-uh. It does forensic research. But also what her company does is they've been working on mRNA technology for over, for almost 20 years now. So, and I remember her talking about it. 10 years ago, hey, there's going to be a way, and we think we're going to be able to curtail certain uh, viruses, diseases, and even cancer. And it's all because of this mRNA technology. They've been working on it for a long time. I guess where some people were confused, though, because it was kind of underground. And then when the vaccines came out, people said, this is it's an untested. It only took a year to get made? What? Um they didn't all have that accent. A lot of them had very educated accents who still got worried about this and said, this is brand new. It came from nowhere. But I had a different stance because somebody had been talking to me about this for a decade. I'd been so excited for it to one day rear its head. They even admitted, hey, this paper came out in 2005, and no one even seemed to really care about it at the time. It, now the Nobel Committee is saying, well, if it hadn't been for your paper and your research on mRNA technologies, we would not have been able to come up uh, with these vaccines. They worked really well against the first two variants. Unfortunately, we let uh, COVID get outside of those variants. It's not nearly as ethical. Uh, it, the efficacy is lower now. But well, I thought you got the jab. The jab is supposed to work. Biden said, sorry, that's not a smart voice. I'll yeah, do it. We don't always have to do. I don't know if you know this, but the people who are doing most of that voting happen to be college educated and fairly wealthy. So. Yeah, a bit like Texas A&M college educated. Come on, they're they're sheep what? screwers. You know what goes oh, on down there. Goodness. My God, oh, you went you're, to you're Texas State. It yeah, it's still less redneck than A and M. Come Got on, the we're all redneck, there. and you have to lean into it a little bit. 
Uh, my point being that uh, this mRNA technology, hopefully people will start to become more accepting of it. I mean, it's kind of sad. I wish that they had been able to release some of this information or they had won this Nobel Prize prior to COVID. Because now it could be fake news. Well, no, because I think people would be more excited about seeing mRNA technology enacted. I will say this. They are on the precipice of maybe being able to curtail a whole lot of cancers. To me, that's the mo- that's more, more exciting yeah. than anything else. It would be able to, I mean, one day eliminating or at least um, greatly reducing cancers. Uh, so I'm excited about that. That said, once I saw this news, I haven't done it to myself yet because I can't wait. But, man, I am going on my grandparents' Facebook groups uh, where they all hang out. I cannot wait. Can you believe this? I cannot wait to see the overreaction and how uh, the Nobel Prize Committee is uh, part of the deep state. Common money facts that they're not even facts at all. How are we supposed to make money on the Internet? The Internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. Welcome to Clickbait Corner. I don't know if this is a sponsored post. That's sometimes what clickbait is. You think you're going to get the list of crap, and then you find out brought to you by blah, 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 financial. Well, we're going to read these 13 common money facts and see if they're even true, if they even hold any water. And Tell I'll us. Say, this one definitely does it. Number one, uh, you don't need to worry about investing for retirement until your 40s. That's not you know, You should start worrying about that when you're a baby. Yeah. Your parents need to start getting you ready to invest. It is a nightmarish hellscape, and we're never going to be able to retire. In fact, anyone younger than me, I'm sorry, you're not going to have retirement's not going to happen. No, it's going to be few and far between. Ouch, that hurts. Cool. There's always a way out. It's called being getting rich enough to to build a rocket to to leave the earth or marrying rich. Okay, yeah, and then not signing a prenup, and then something happens to them. Guys, I'm going to skip to the very end of the list because that's number 13 is uh, money doesn't buy happiness. Oh, shut up. It buys a good, sustainable way to live. Absolutely. It buys peace of mind, and I would much rather have that. That's happy. That way I can focus on getting happiness. There's research to back it up. A 2010 study said that uh, a certain level of money uh, can actually make you happier, a certain level of income, and that is about... Above average, so upper yeah. middle class yeah. to so lower wealthy. Knowing that if my car breaks down, I, I won't have to it. survive on breadcrumbs for like three weeks. Knowing I don't have to steal canned food from the fraternity house and at any moment I'm going to get evicted. Kind of helps, doesn't it? Uh, number two, saving small amounts of money isn't really worth it. Not true. Every dollar, every bit you're able to save, you can save. So it please does. do when you can. Uh, number three, you have to have a lot of money to start investing. Also not true. I remember hearing about how you had to buy like stocks in certain amounts and and you couldn't really just, you got to have like $10,000 if you're really ready to get into the investment game. That's not true at all. I, I haven't invested anything. I'm interested. I don't think you need a lot of money to start investing in stocks. But you need direction. Time. You need help. And not yeah. just stocks, but I mean like a Roth IRA, like any of that. I don't even yeah. know what these Ooh, things you are. You got uncomfortable when you said that. You're like, is that what it really is? What, is that what it's called? Because I don't know either. Is that which <laughs> one you're doing? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think I did United the United States wall bonds. Uh, number four, credit cards always lead to debt. That's not true if you are careful with credit cards. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good way thing, to build up credit if I, you're the respond, like if you're on it every I month. I don't get credit cards. I got a couple that I, I'm using to build up my credit. I pay them off. 
And I sign up for an Academy and a Lowe's gift card, credit card. I get a certain percentage off purchases. But then they charge, like, the interest is insane, and they charge you a yearly fee. So I'm like, why does anyone have a credit? Why? I don't know. I mean, unless it's literally just to buy crap you don't have money for. Yeah. But other than that, why? (laughs) Like, I have no... It's dumb. I don't get store, like, linked ones to stores or anything like that anymore, because it's... I don't know. I don't like them. Uh, I remember this one, that carrying a balance on your credit card helps with your credit score, that you should keep money, and I guess it is bad if you pay it off and close it, but you shouldn't keep a balance because your credit is also calculated on how much debt you have versus blood. It's a long explanation. Plus interest rates, like you said, that stuff just ticks up and up. Money is too confusing. Can we go back to just like trading in rocks? And Essen and Effen? You know what? I'm down for that. Um, well, maybe living in a cave is a better option nowadays, but uh, buying a house is always a better option than renting. Had plenty of friends that crap on me because I've always had a rental with roommates and especially people at the radio station that just treated me like weird because I was in my 30s living in a rental. I'm like, yeah, dude, you have a wife and kids. I'm partying every night with 20-year-olds. Ha ha. Uh, but that's not exactly true. Um, buying a house isn't always the better option than renting. There are a lot of different costs that come with that. There's say, also it's, the it's also yeah. property taxes. And it's like that, like I said earlier, if your car craps out, you know, if your house, something starts crapping out, it could lead to other things crapping out and be very expensive. Uh, number eight, negotiating a higher salary will make you seem too pushy. Hey, what? know your worth no. and push for that. And it, yeah, you're... I don't think you're going to get fired from asking for more money, Uh, right? This one really frustrates me. Number nine, only irresponsible people have debt. It's so funny when people are bitching about Waffle House workers wanting 25 an hour. They're like, I make 25 an hour and I I have to... Stand in a fire all day barefoot and oh had to get gosh. a college degree for that. It's like, I don't get why poor people continue to make fun of poor people for getting, like, they're proud of getting paid crappy and other people should get paid crappy too. It's like, no, man, it's, it's, it's a class warfare. It's yeah. called I right? suffered, therefore you must suffer it's too. It's dumb. It's and just because cool. people have debt doesn't mean they're irresponsible. Yeah, there's actually a lot of uh, people that are wheeling and dealing that look like they have money, but they're in a massive amounts of debt. So it doesn't matter if you yeah. fake it till you make it. Do One what of you them was it. a president. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Emily, Emily and, and Spenny. Just a few of the weirdos that can tolerate this guy. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.